Hello, you're listening to episode five of Word Spoken. I'm your host, Henry. Thank you for tuning in. Before I tell you a little bit about who's coming on to the show this week, I wanted to give a bit of background as to why I started this podcast. So I'd been going to lots of open mic nights in London and I realised that there was a wealth of talent out there. Then having done that, I kind of went online to see whether there were any kind of platforms, any YouTube channels, any podcasts where I could get to hear these poets perform outside of the open mic setting. Um, And I realised that there wasn't really anything else out there. So I wanted to build a platform to create a space for these poets to not only perform their work, but also add a bit of context, a bit of texture to their work. So that's why I started Word Spoken. Thank you for all the support so far. We're on episode five and we've already had lots of people tuning in. So I'm really, really grateful for that. So the poet coming onto the show this week goes by the name of Benny Bruce. If you want to give him a follow on Instagram, head to Mr. Bruce underscore. That's M-I-S-T-A Bruce underscore. For Word Spoken, he brings us three completely different poems, Motherland, Broken Mirrors and Words to My Mother. He pours his soul into his work and catches you off guard with his clever and perfectly delivered wordplay. The last poem, Words to My Mother, is currently online on our YouTube channel in video format, so I urge you to go and watch it. He brings along a backing track, so we've got some pianos and keys behind his words, and honestly, it's a really great piece, so I urge you to go and watch that. Give us a follow at Word Spoken Podcast on Instagram to keep up to date with who's coming on to the show next. And yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. The first piece you're going to hear from Benny is called Motherland. I'm a child of the motherland. Adopted by the West so that I could get an upper hand. You see, my parents, they always thought that in order to progress, you need to live in the West, and their opinion was somewhat partisan. You see, they thought to get the cheddar and the parmesan, you had to be from the place that originated Arsenal fans. Where bangers and mash was a delicacy, you don't eat with hands, and boy, if I greet you with my left hand, <laughs> we can't be throwing hands, then it's that real. But what was false was the idea that the UK was a utopia. What was false was the idea that the UK was a garden of Eden where the streets are filled with gold and we all walked with freedom because, in reality, the streets are just filled with pennies and coppers with coppers and chewing gum. But then I guess, I guess I'd rather be in a place where the streets are filled with coppers and used gum than somewhere like America where it's just filled with coppers that use guns, particularly on a demographic with a darker pigmentation, but... That right there, that's another conversation. Because you see, what pains me, what pains me is going on BBC and ITV and then seeing news of another IC3 or an RIP because when I look into that box, I see the reflection of a person that looks just like me. So you can see that it physically burns me. When the media and the press just give it the third degree, Despite the fact that there's people that look like me in uni trying to work to get that first, second or even third degree. You see, for a long time, for a long time it was hard to be from the motherland. But now the children of the motherland can walk with their fists up and have the upper hand. The game is a game and we're the players that are changing it. I'm talking sports stars and superstars, lawyers and doctors, entrepreneurs and engineers. There's a change in the atmosphere. Can you smell that? That's the smell of young kings and queens walking through this life smelling like cocoa butter and success. Get used to the stench. You see, we have the foundation to impact future generations. 
and we can fulfill the hopes and dreams of ancestors that went through forced or unforced migration because not all superheroes wear capes. In fact, I know a couple superheroes that wear kente. And Pele forgot about my Nigerian friends because they, they know a couple Wonder Women that wear gele. See, I'm talking about the mums and the dads, the aunties, the uncles, the grandparents that fought, sacrificed and worked with a work rate like N'Golo Kante. So I'm telling you, be inspired by your roots as if you're the descendants of Kunta Kente. And so here's some food for thought from Warren Buffett. He said someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Denzel Washington also said, don't aspire to just make a living, aspire to make a difference. So what seeds can we sow to help someone blossom, fly, shine and grow into a better tomorrow? Because with great power comes great responsibility. And you might know those as the words of the uncle of Peter Parker, but I envisage that as the actions of Kwame Nkrumah. Because when Ghana got independence, he said we must set an example to all of Africa. But this is a new generation and we can set an example to the whole world because we are a new breed with a whole different calibre. So like I said, yes, I was born in Britain, but I am a child of the motherland. And now the children of the motherland should walk with pride like how no others can. Wow, Benny, thank you so much for that uh, first piece. Um, there is, there is, there's so much to unpack in that. There's so much I want to ask you, so much I want to want to say. First of all, though, I just want to say thank you very much for coming down. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> no, honestly, it's uh, really, really nice of you to come down. And wow, to bless us with that first piece is a freaking honor man oh, like it was so that, good appreciate that. tell us a little bit about uh the first piece when like, did you write it um to be fair i wrote it a couple years ago uh, probably around 2016 2017 yeah. i could say um i think just growing up in britain i'm originally from ghana my parents are from ghana right but you always see a certain perception of black people of people from african caribbean descent and i feel like it's just so important to put ourselves in a in a different light because there's such a negative perception you get from the media a lot of the times and lots of things through um academics or something which will make people feel like we can't achieve anything we can't amount to anything so i felt it was important just to to ref- write and reflect where, who I am as a person, who I see with the people around me and what I kind of want to achieve in, in my time on this on this earth as well at the same time. So yeah, so it was a couple, couple of years ago. Yeah, I mean, that was also the piece that you performed the night that I met you, right? Yes. Down at, oh yeah. God, I can't think. Poeclavidia. Poeclavidia. Big old tyrant, big old tyrant, man. You know, I was actually having a chat with her this afternoon. Yeah. Um, they had that nightmare thing where they, uh, the last minute, the event had to, like, Yeah, no, it happens, really though, man. It happens, it happens. Yeah. But no, they're coming back bigger and stronger, man. They are, exactly, yeah. Um, so look, so you wrote that two years ago. Yeah. Uh, you performed it uh, at that night. Have do you have you like performed that one a lot? Is that is that kind of the one that you feel like you're known for? Maybe or do you know what? I feel like it is because I'm not gonna lie. I only started um, putting stuff out on Instagram this year. I only got Instagram this year. Like hey, I've I've retro. not honestly. <laughs> I've not been a social media person at all. You catch me on WhatsApp email that's it bruv like, i'm not here for like twitter instagram i wasn't on that at all that is that is not a bad thing to be it's, fair it's not it's no. not i remember you said, said it before you only got instagram 
just recently literally as well, pretty it? much for the poetry for, thing for, <laughs> literally and i feel like it's not the worst case but i just wanted to find a way of putting my pieces out there because every like people around me knew i did spoken word like mm. friends family all of that they knew i did spoken word and people were like do you know what like you're actually not bad you're all right and you've got something to say so you you might as well just use your giftings and talents and put it out there as well so i did there was like a big fear in my mind of putting this out there and i'm thinking people that might know me like they're gonna see that i do this and i write and a lot of poetry is very it can it can be personal so you're putting yourself out and i'm not i I would classify myself as quite a close person i don't yeah i don't on a, on a day-to-day basis it's like you can't you come in from work on a monday morning they're like oh yeah how's your weekend it's, like, it's all right yeah it's, it's all good it's all good keep it moving that's it but <laughs> poetry is a different level man you have to really like open yourself up you so do. i was uncomfortable about that and just people just judging you but but bro like I, i've i've been enjoying it and i feel like people can relate to certain pieces and hopefully um people are inspired by certain pieces as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, wait, so so how long have you been doing spoken word then you said you've only been on instagram or whatever or trying yeah. to promote yourself for a year but how when was the first time you did it like how long have you been doing probably it? during uni you know probably um so probably around 2014 mm-hmm. i would say 2014 um <laughs> there was like so there was a there was a society a uni and I don't know. I don't know how they heard I did spoken word all day. I just like, I like rap in general in it. So I like lyrics. I like words. I like bars. Mm. And they were like, oh, can you do something for this? So I don't know what they expected me to do, but I just came in, did a quick thing. And people were like, oh my gosh, yeah, like that. You're actually all right. You're decent. You're decent. You're decent. So I just stopped it from there. Didn't really pick it up. Um, and then friends and family and cousins and stuff like that would just, yeah, they would, they would know that I would write and they were like, you know, you need, you need to get yourself out there and do something. So, so I said, you know what, this year, life is short, man. I thought I might as well just try and push it and I'm enjoying it, man. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying meeting all the different people yeah. you've seen as well. It's crazy to think that there's so many people. It's mad, isn't it? There, there's, there's so many people. There is so many different nights. Mm. Um, and honestly, with a poem like the one you just did at the start, I mean, that, like the first time I heard it, that, the whole room, mate, that, that was resonating so Bro, much. I appreciate that, man. Like it was, it was really, really sick, man. Mm. And, and I, and I just knew I had to come up to you afterwards and have a conversation about oh, it because I was like that, that was next you know when you go to those nights there's 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 always I mean often the standards at these places are really high it's crazy, but it? there's always like three four people that you're like okay boom <laughs> next level and you were definitely one of them bro, as, as was Aisha you were sick as well bro what are you talking about uh, no. trying to, you're trying to do all the humble stuff you <laughs> were sick rate yourself here bro rate yourself when are you interviewing yourself here <laughs> I feel like that's not really a thing nah. <laughs> so next up on the episode is me uh, you might as well just me myself or I that's it <laughs> That's it, man. Who knows, man? Maybe in the future, but I don't nah. know. It feels a bit weird. Nah, it's cold, man. That's cold. <laughs> no, it's good. So, what, um, so what other kind of nights do you go to then? What, what, what are your favourite nights on the scene? Yeah, so I think the first ever one I went to. So, like I said, I started putting stuff out in March. And this was the piece I actually put out on Garden Independence Day on the sixth of March. Oh, cool. And then I just went on Eventbrite and started looking for. Um, spoken word events in london I'm from, i do that all the time bro it's a it's a magical thing <laughs> it? it's a, actually a magical thing yeah and i think the first thing that came up i'm from Croydon, so the first thing that came up is um what you're saying right big up so big up the what you're saying team like they're sick they're legendary and i remember i i remember this event so clearly because 
my brother came and um, I told him that, yeah, I'm going to go to the spoken word thing in the morning. When he came back from work, he was like, are you still going? I was like, nah, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. I was like, I didn't know if I was scared to do it or I just couldn't be bothered. But he was like, nah, bro, we're going. So he like, he literally gave me my hat, gave my jumper. I was like, cool. Yeah, we're going down. We're, we're driving down. We're driving down. And we went and I'm so, I'm, I'm, and I'm so happy. Like he forced me to go because from that point, there was a good reception to the piece. People mm. felt the piece and understood it. And I was like, do you know what? These are random people that I've never met in my life. I don't know you, but you you get where I'm coming from. And you don't necessarily even have to be from Ghana or black to really understand that motherland piece as well. But people people understood it and resonated resonated with it. And then from that point as well, there were just people in the in at the actual event from like um some of the flow poets. So that's where I met like YA, uh Miss Yankee, Betsy mm. Bex. There were so many different people there who are who I see as quite big in the scene as well at this at yeah, this I point mean, in they time. Are, they they're are, right? sick. Yeah. They're sick people. <laughs> and for them to come up to you and be like, yo, like you're you're right, you're right, you're decent. And I was like, yo, that actually meant a lot. So that's when I started learning about all the other different events. So there, um Flow Vortex, mm. um uh what what other ones are there? Young People's Young People's Inside done by Shanika Benjamin as well. Where's that? Where's that? So that's in Croydon as well. Oh, right. I'm, I'm, I need to move out. I, I, big up the Croydon big scene. Up, What's big going up on Croydon time, every time. Do you know what? People mock it, yeah? Because we ain't got underground and it's far to get to certain places. <laughs> but bro, we're doing things, man. We're doing things. So I would say Croydon every time, you man. Make, you, you got box parks Listen, and all now. Though. We're out here, bro. We're out here. We're out here. We're trying, man. People try and mock it and say, oh, you need to get a plane there. You need to get a visa to Croydon. I'm like, get out of here, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, Croydon's doing their thing. Um, well-versed as well, in Croydon as well. Right, you go. Big up Natalie, Darren for that as well. Um, and there's so much that goes on, man. So much that goes on. I'm there is, there is. I'm trying to get to like East London and North London. I want to see what the scene is like there right. as well. That is the slight the annoying time. thing because I obviously live in South as well. That's a super annoying thing. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. That I, I actually wasn't aware that there were so many down in Croydon, but the majority of nights that you kind of see that are going around, they're all like North, 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 yeah, East, yeah, East, yeah, East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple other ones as well. Like So Transcendence, that's in East London as well that's like Shoreditch um, word on the street I haven't been there but that's quite good as well apparently and obviously Poetcopedia as well man. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the first time I met you that was the first time I ever went and I was like yo this is a vibe this yeah. is a vibe and a half so yeah, so yeah man it's, it's it, there's, the scene is actually quite big and it's the not scene's just massive. Yeah. there's so much opportunity for people to come and perform their work to kind of share their work and also just yeah as you said to kind of mix and mingle with the yeah. people that you meet afterwards So, um, which ones you been to? Uh, which, do you know what I've I kind of one I'm a big fan of which I've actually only been to once is Chocolate Poetry Club okay because cool. I had a really good night there yeah, I thought yeah. it was a really good scene um, Poet Poet oh my god Poetic Lubidia is <laughs> the very first place I ever performed anything Oh, so that's kind of got a little bit of a place in my heart okay, okay. um so yeah so that one's obviously and then boxed in on uh last tuesday of yeah. the month in box park in shoreditch yeah is a kind of different vibe to some of the other ones because they're much shorter you get a minute and a half and oh, it's, it's really quick it's super quick but you see loads of poets standards really great mm-hmm. and so yeah i don't know really but i'm always on the lookout for more kind of nights and stuff yeah, um, yeah. to see what's going down but yeah when i went down to i went down to what uh, what what you saying 
not this month, but the month before that. And I know exactly what what you mean, man. That see, was, and also it's a really big room. There's like yeah. sofas. It's like really, yeah. it's great, man. It's a proper like it's an intimate vibe, and it? it's yeah. a very nice intimate vibe. And everyone there, even like the fact that they've got a little sheet where it says not their rules, but like how to respect poets, how to respect people's pieces. I rate that a lot. Do you get me? Because not everyone's coming from the same perspective, but we can still like listen to people and understand where they're coming from without having to necessarily agree. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Have there been any kind of poets that that you've seen at these kind of nights that uh, maybe earlier on that you kind of saw and were like, okay, boom, you were nuts, and I wanna, I wanna do more because I've seen you kill it tonight. What are you saying? Why a one hundred percent? The first, like, I call her sensei. Like, she's she's actually she's a G man. Yeah, Y A is a G. She did a thing there. Miss Yankee did a thing there. Bexy did a thing there. Yeah, no, these were this was my my first time of seeing other poets because I'm just used to seeing like Georgia poets, Sully Breaks. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the old school, not old school, but the people that I kind of started listening to spoken word. Um, those are the people that made me listen, made me want to do more spoken word. But when I'm seeing like the new, I guess in quotation marks generation where there's a lot more people doing their things and they're local and they're just real life, real, real people, real life. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to see it. Woodsy, sick. Woodsy's mad. Um, annotate, sick. Oh, there's just, there's just so many sick people. Like <laughs> it's annoying to think. Oh, scoop. Do you know about oh, Scoop? Scoop? No, I don't. Oh, ridiculous. He was at um, the Poetry Jam. So the Poetry Jam is another one uh-huh. just started recently by Terrell Lewis. A big up Terrell, man. But Scoop, cold, cold, punchline, wordsmith, connoisseur, poetist, Jess, Mr. Reed. Ah, oh, there's so many. <laughs> bro, there's so many names, man. There's so many names. Bro. No, but I, I like, I like can really see that those are the kind of people that resonate with, with you because those are exactly the elements which really shine out in your work. Thank Thank you, bro. So Thank I can you. totally get that, and yeah, that makes total um, sense. And, and just, yeah, I mean, you're killing it as well, bro. No, I appreciate <laughs> that. And just respecting what people do as well, because I think when A's came into the show, big up A's, man. So mm. we, went, we went to the same school as well. He was a couple Did years, you? yeah. He, went, he was a couple years, but like we didn't even know each other in school. Like, I it was right. It wasn't until never said. No, nah, it wasn't until after we was like, oh, like you look familiar. <laughs> you look familiar. We have like mutual friends and stuff. Ah, oh, I had no so- idea. Yeah, but he's someone that shows love to to people, and it's genuine. It's real and I respect that as well like if give I'm I'm a firm believer in giving people their roses while they can still smell them and it's not a, it's not about begging it it's not about trying to force it but it's actually telling people like do you know what you're sick Hi, um, hey you're sick I've started doing something on my on my Instagram page called um Right, so I really wanted to ask oh, you about this. Oh, go, go, go. Snap. go. Oh, jeez. No, Come no, no, on. Are we, are, we, are we transatlantic now, yeah? <laughs> Henry knows about it. But... I do, I do, I do. <laughs> no, but yeah, so I started doing something called um, Benny's Piece of the Week. Yeah. So this is basically where I will highlight certain poets that I've heard during the week, whether that's from an open mic night, whether that's from a video that they might have uploaded for that particular week. And... It's just allowing me to appreciate people, show them, show other people that might follow me who might not, who might not necessarily be into spoken word that, yo, there are some cold people out here. Like there's actually some proper writers with deep messages, real content. And I appreciate that. And I just want to show other people like who they are as well. So if they've not heard of them, have a look. You can follow them, you cannot follow them, but just know that they're about, do you get where I'm coming from? So I just feel like it's my way of just trying to, yeah, just trying to help build the scene as well in the same way you were trying to well that's this what I was going to say that's the whole point of this 
podcast. So that's why you're a perfect guest for this because it's bro. so great to you know show that love back to you. Yeah. Because yeah, you you're right. A's is definitely someone that shows so much love to everyone that that he meets and he shares everyone's yeah, work. And no, then I yeah, do. so it's called Benny's Piece of the Week. Benny's Piece of the Week. Yeah. 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 And you just give shout outs, and I always follow them every week because you, you they're they're really awesome. And yeah, and honestly, it's just really nice that you do that. Um, and it kind of starts up a channel and you get, you know, people that have been on week, yeah. you know, you just build up a community of people that you've given a personal shout out to. Mm. So yeah, I think it's great to get a chance to show that love back to you. Mm. Um, so, okay. On that note, I want to get onto your second piece. Cool. cool. Let's go. So your second piece. Yes. It's called Broken Mirrors. Correct. Correct. Give Correct. us a little preamble to this piece. Yeah. So Broken Mirrors, um, Basically, um, when you're kind of in a place where your mental health might not be the best in the sense where you can very much doubt yourself and there's a lot of things going through your mind, which that's either as a result of life, life hitting you hard and you just not knowing how to handle it or people's words and or what, how they've kind of affected you. That's, that's what it kind of looks at because when we look at a mirror, you see yourself and... I feel like with this particular piece, it's trying to hone in on the people that especially always try to put on a strong front all the time. Um, and yeah, just how to just how to really come out of that pit and how to see yourself in like a positive light, despite whatever's going on and just kind of believing in yourself and knowing that the situation that you're in will change as well. And just having that hope. Great. I mean, that's an amazing message to have in a piece. And when you send it over to me, I was listening to it and I was just like oh honestly it like cut me it really did like it was really good your wordplay your delivery is just like it's so sick so uh yeah I think we might as well jump on straight on to it um so this is Benny with Broken Mirrors everybody's got their lorry in a car park and that car park's got a truck full of problems masked in flesh that's a hard part and everybody acts like they're all good. And see, that's the definition of a hard cast. In the world's biggest show and production. So let me take you in and give a small glimpse. Let me take you in and give a small glance. Because I stare at my reflection in the mirror. And it feels like the mirror on the wall says something that's the unfairest of them all. The mirror on the wall says my life ain't a Disney fantasy. And it's not all hunky-dory because I'm either a shipwreck or a tragedy. And so I'm there trying to analyse this story. Is it funny? Is it gory? Is it Jekyll? Is it Hyde? Is it passion? Is it pride? Is it truth? Is it lies? Will I fall? Will I rise? I'm conflicted in my mind. It's a battlefield. And in the field, I'm conflicted with some minds when the boy's not even made of steel. But then I still have to be the man of steel even though I'm Clark Kent. You don't know how that feels. When it's sticks and stones that may break my bones but what's worse is my thoughts can burn me. Because in my head I'll be rivaling myself Man it's like a North London derby Cause I spur myself on But there's gunners all around Shooting down dreams that concern me And it's these shots that make me say to myself Yo B-man Are you really worthy? Are you really worthy? Are you really worthy? It's peak you ain't peak that early Just stand there looking like a penny Whilst everyone around's looking shiny and pearly You see it's not all black and white when you start feeling like a wretch in a space of just three, two seconds. One second left and I'm done growing over life, so I think I'm better off not even present. 
Because there's six words that echo so loud in my system. I have no treasure in me. And that's priceless thinking. When you feel like a worthless victim. So much for being Mr. Cocoa Butter and success until you look into the mirror and see a dried up failure. So much for being a dried up failure to the world when you've always got the mask of a saviour. You see that mask is a deception and an illusion of my competence. When the weight of the world permeates through my shoulder, soul and confidence, I can't do this anymore. They ask, are you okay? And I say, yeah, man, I'm sure. But that assurance is just a cancer to the cure. Because my mind is beat down and my body, man, is sore. How are you? That's responded to with an I'm good. Even though it really means I'm good for nothing, but just keep it moving. Because failure ain't an option and too many people need a man right. Show no weakness because the ladies need a man right, wrong. I need help. The words I never uttered when they were really just trying to check up on my health and God, it's all a struggle. Sometimes I just want it all to end so I can be present with yourself. In that moment, in that moment when you're alone with your thoughts, the silence is deafening. You start thinking of the peace that your end can bring. But that's a lie from the devil because my God made a better king. You see, i got a purpose in the world and the devil's trying to sever it so I will stand tall and tell him face to face he can never win. You see, I may be perfectly imperfected, but my God says you're accepted in a place where you're neglected. And just remember a season is not forever. So please seek help in the storms and the rainy weather. I can never say that every day is going to be sunny, but know that after the rain comes a rainbow when you're not feeling altogether. Don't go through this on your own. I used to stay on mute and would just think I'm all alone. Find someone you can trust in. So when a mirror on the wall starts to talk back, I'll put his voice on mute and tell him where my thoughts are. Because yes, I'm not a Disney fantasy. And yes, I'm more like a tragedy. But I refuse to stand there and let this mirror try and damage me. You see, a reflection ain't a reality. And if I break this mirror, I'll be the one still standing. And because God sees the best in me, so you will see it better in me. And because God sees the best in me, so you will see it better in me. Oh my god thank you so much for that piece again um look that was uh that was really deep that piece i could tell like i could tell in your like emotion as you were performing it that that had a real like purpose Mm. for you um so thank you for sharing it because honestly that was great um my kind of question then i guess from that is uh mental health is something is a kind of theme which is often brought up in poetry and spoken word Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel like they're kind of typically the main reason for that is people use poetry as like a therapy almost Mm. or Mm. or as a means of processing their thoughts. Um, So I guess my kind of question is like, what kind of role do you think spoken word in general plays in your life? Like, what has it done for you personally? I feel like for me personally, um, like I said, I do consider myself a bit of a closed book on a normal regular basis um and i feel like spoken word just allows me to put my thoughts onto a page and if i'm not able to express in a conversation like we're having now it's all on there so you understand where i'm coming from and 
I feel like when people who when people who know me hear that piece, they'll be like, Do you know what? It makes sense. Right. It makes sense. Um But 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 also uh, you don't need to know you personally to get that piece yeah. as well, though. But are yeah. you are you basically saying then that there's like another layer to it, which people that really really know you will be will resonate more with it? I, yeah, I do feel I do feel that, and I do feel like it can speak for a lot of people as well. Um, like you said, mental health is a huge topic, and it's not one I'm trying to to make light of at all. Um, like it's hard it's hard to talk about your emotions sometimes especially like for me personally it was very hard to do that as a as a young guy to do that it was something which was never really like it wasn't normal it's it was just, it's just not really the done thing yeah no it's, it's not. not the thing it's not really the thing so i feel like when you are able to get to a stage where you can express how you feel on a page that's that's brave and a lot of people can resonate with it as well. Um, so, yeah, I feel like even when I did this piece, one of my friends messaged me and they were like, do you know what? It makes sense. Because they might say every time, oh, like, like what's going on? You were at yeah, everything, everything cool. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I literally say I'm good. I'm saying I'm good, but inside, I'm, like, a lot might be going on, which you don't know. And it's not your fault that you can't interrogate. It's just that some people aren't willing to open up. And I feel like there's, 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 that's a, that can be a problem when it comes to depression as well at the same time. And I can never sit there and say that I've been up to the point where I've been depressed, but bro, I've been low, man. I, I can't lie. And I feel like even for me to come on this platform and talk about it, like sometimes I'm, I'm thinking like, yo, like you're, 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 you're doing too much, Benny. Like, really? Slow. Yeah, do you get what I'm coming from? Do you from? like get that little that niggle little... of a voice in your head exactly. saying like, maybe this is a bit much, maybe exactly. I'm angry. Yeah, Exactly, yeah. but I feel like, especially since I've started writing spoken word, a lot of people, I feel like I've just been able to show myself in a different light and be myself and take away this mask because the whole essence of the piece is that people put a mask on. People act like superheroes when you're a civilian inside as well at the same time. And it's just so important to not put that pressure on yourself. But also if you feel like you're under that pressure, have someone to talk to, man. Have someone to talk to because you can't carry the weight of the world on your shoulders and feel like you're going to like stand firm. Like it's just, it's just, it's just not something that can happen. Yeah. It's weird. Cause that is um, the most common thing. Like we, we almost greet each other and say, yeah, you're right. And say, yeah, I'm all right. Mm. That, it's almost a nonsensical exactly. thing to say. Yeah. Cause if you're not all right, you're not like, nah, I'm not all right. Mm. No one ever does that. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense then that you essentially poetry has allowed you to kind of, uh, open open yourself to aspects of yourself that in, in day-to-day life you feel like is normally closed off from yeah, other people yeah and i feel it just allows other people it, it can open up the conversation as well with other people like i went to another event or another talk um it was related to mental health but also mental health and masculinity as well at the same time and like i said before as guys we can just be very like firm rigid like um, you ask me I'm alright I'm alright like don't ask me any questions um, when I'm I'm, I'm broken <laughs> you're literally you're broken and I feel like that having that perception where we look at ourselves and just everyone else might see this happy clappy strong smart successful person but 
at the same time, there's so many different letters you're getting through your post box as well. There's so many much drama going on, which half the world might not even know. Mm. And it's crazy to think about it because like we're taught to be strong and and courageous. And like for me personally, I like just like looking after my family. And for me, sometimes that is presented in a way of saying, don't let anyone, sh- don't show your weakness. And I feel like there's a balance. You sometimes, you show your strength, but also recognise your weakness and work through that, work through that as well at the same time. So I feel like, yeah, man, that's that's the angle I kind of come from in mm. this piece. Why Why did you think, because um, obviously in more, like, maybe the past like four or five years, mental health in general, in, in like the press, yeah, in like yeah. modern culture, like pop, like pop culture, yeah, yeah. Is, has been spoken about so much more. It is like someone is shine like shone a light on it turned turned up the volume on the conversation why do you think it's taken us so long to do that as a society honestly bro i i don't i don't even know man i i I genuinely feel like it's because people are having that conversation before it was just something it would just be shut off um but i do feel like even if we're saying pop culture, a lot of celebrities are put it in the light as well. So I remember Stormzy must have been talking about it a couple of years ago as well at the same time. And it's like, you know what? It's, it's similar to what I was talking about with my last piece. But when you have people that look like you or there's representation in a positive light, discussing issues which might, might affect you, it allows you to say, do you know what? I've actually possibly been feeling like this. And to have someone else who who is at such an elevated place in their career or life as well, say that, you know what? It's all right. I understand you. I get you. It's like, you know what? I'm not alone. I'm not alone. So I feel like... Massive kind of... Huge. It's a huge change, isn't it? Huge. Because because that that was definitely something that never really happened. Was people in the public eye certainly didn't open up about these kind of conversations. And it's crazy because when you look at like a lot of different celebrities as well at the same time where unfortunately you you see them you see that you see the riches you see they're on like some forbes rich list and stuff like that but then sadly like they take their life as well at the same time so for yeah. me it shows that you know what money is not the be or end all in this world but also at the same time like i said sometimes you feel like you're superman but you're not you you generally cannot you can't carry the weight of the world on your shoulders and people are looking at you like everything's all good and cushy but it's not and so sometimes it just allows you to reflect on it and say i right, do you know what i need to i need i need help with this if you didn't have poetry then mm. in your life if you didn't have that kind of uh skillful word wordplay wh- how do you think your life would be different now um, or how like would you maybe may your personality would be slightly different or I don't know I think I would still be the type of person where you ask me you ask me how am I, how am I doing I say I'm alright there's um there's a rapper <laughs> I used to listen like I still listen to now but he must have put out um something on Link Up TV on Behind Bars years ago he's called Cashtastic and one of the bars was I don't like being asked questions so when you smile I just smile back just to blend in and I was like bro like you you get it because i didn't i didn't like people interrogating i didn't like people going deep in going deep and i'm like you know what just leave it you won't get it you won't understand so i'm like you know what we keep it moving that's it but um i feel like on that front it would have been difficult i do feel like my faith has played a big part in just like keeping me 
on a good level, even yeah. in the situations where it's not all perfect. And I do feel like, yeah, just having having my faith there has been something that's pushed me to 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 even write. To even jump over the barrier of fear as really? well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you say it's done that as well then? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I do feel like, yeah, just me focusing focusing and realizing that you know what, regardless of what society says, regardless of what I think about myself, like I said, God sees someone better in me. And I feel like that's the something that that's the motivation that allows me to keep going. And I'm not I'm hundred percent I'm not where I wanna be, bro. I'm not everywhere I wanna be. But I, I'm grateful for the little things. I'm grateful for the bigger things. And looking at it in that picture and that front just allows you to keep pushing on, keep pushing on, keep pushing on. And just keep, yeah, just keep grinding, man. Yeah. Nah, cool. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, my next question then is about your actual, like, literal writing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you come up with this stuff? Because I've spoken to a lot of people about this and there's 101 ways yeah. to do it. Like, you know, Luke, Luke, Luke AG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. writes them in the shower. Bro, he d- and he doesn't. Oh, so he he was at that night uh, where where I met you. He writes them in the shower, and he also doesn't write them down. Nah, he just memorizes. He's it. a G man. UKG is a G. He's a G. He's a G. Absolute G. He is an absolute. I really want to get him on the podcast. So, yeah, you know, uh, he needs him. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Luke. Um, so yeah, how do you approach the writing process, boy? Um, it depends. You know, I think I think for a piece like this where. I was doing it more as getting my thoughts out onto the page because like, yeah, sometimes your mind is just frazzled. You're just writing, writing, writing. And it can be at any point at any time. Like some people will sit down and say, do you know what? I need to write. I need to write. I can, I I feel like I can do that sometimes, but if it's a deeper piece like this, I feel like you just have to be raw with your emotions. There's certain bits to it, which I'm like, do you know what? I want to add wordplay to it. I want to add punchlines. I want to add, all of that to it so then I will do that and I I feel like I like the wordplay and punchlines because again like before I listened to poetry I was interested in poetry I was always on rap I was always I, I, I wasn't here I wasn't here for poetry like we did poetry in school that's it but I'm not I wasn't listening to the old school people um it wasn't until again like I said I saw people like George the Poet I saw people like Sully Breaks I saw people like Nego True I saw people like Sophia Thakur like actually people that generally look like me just writing and I was like you know what if I can take something like rapping where me and my friends would just just do it just for the sake of it just for fun but then add something with meaning whether with, mm. where, whether it's without a beat or something I still feel like I can get a message across so I feel like it does depend on the beat if it's a if it's a message of sorry I feel like it does depend on the piece because if it's a, a piece where I want to try and like encourage or give hope to someone. I feel like I can sit there and just write what I need to write. And honestly, I, I just get random, random things in a day. Like if a punchline drops into my head, if I'm walking up, I whip out my phone, write on, write it on notes there. I'm like, keep it there. Maybe add that to another piece, which it might fit into an, uh, another time. Bro, even on the toilet, man. So <laughs> I, like, honestly, I, I feel like yeah. anywhere. Listen, anywhere. I feel like the yeah, the oh, the toilet is a, it's a deep, it's a deep, deeper place. It's bro. a real pensive bro, moment in the day, isn't bro, it? bro. Just echoes throughout the echoes throughout the room, man. So it's a deeper place. But yeah, I feel everyone's got different different ways of writing, and I feel like um, for me, I like to base my writing around wordplay. I like that. Yeah, punchlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I like that. Um, so you briefly mentioned George the poet there, yeah. who I I can kind of tell when your work is a bit of an inspiration for you, um, and 
almost because he, he he kind of had a similar thing, right? Because when he left uni, he was signed to a label, wasn't he, yeah, to be a rapper? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I imagine it's a kind of a similar kind of thing that he went through, where he felt like he could actually deliver more. Uh, put more purpose into his work, into his work yeah. by moving away from the kind of rip, by the kind of confinements of rap. Because yeah. in a way, when you've got to s- stick to a beat and to a, and to some certain bars or whatever, like mm. the backing track, really, really affects, affects the outcome. It, Whereas when it's just you and a microphone, you and some words, there's kind of nothing which can kind of almost cut through more than that. Yeah. Yeah. No, obviously rap has its place, no doubt. No, 100%. And I feel like there's a lot of different rappers who are very poetically inclined. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking people like Rich Free 2. I'm thinking people like Dave. I'm thinking people like Okala. thinking people like Loki. Like people that can actually get even. Like people that can actually go take the piece. You can take, you can take the instrumental away. You can take the beat away. And when you hear, when you hear them speak they're talking realness. Yeah. And that's what I really appreciate because like I said before, I was never listening to, I I wasn't listening to poetry. I was on Link Up TV. I was on SBTV, GRM Daily. And when you're listening to things like Behind Bars and you're listening to F64s, it's just like, it's lyrics. And I'm like, you you lot, yeah, like they're actually talking something. So George the Poet is someone I rate so much. I think he's in a different league. Oh, he really is. Different league, man. (laughs) I've been listening to his podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't had time. You're missing out, bro. I cannot wait though. Deeper level, bro. Deeper. Like the, the I mean, cri- I, I heard the first series, but oh, I haven't yeah. heard the second one. The second, yeah, no, the second one, I'm still trying to get through that. But the first one, oh, the creativity behind it to even envisage taking like the musical element, but then telling a story, but also social commentary of like things in your mind, but things which you see around you as well at the same time. Different. And different also, level. he he combines all of those things. He combines 100%. so so many of the things all in one go. And then the the language that he uses is, on one hand, so incredibly mm. creative and amazing. On the other hand, really simple. Hundred. It's so easy to follow, isn't it? Hundred. Like, and he kind of comes up with a rhyme or a line. You're like, how, how can I think of 100. that? But you can't. One hundred percent. Like all, almost, he's a prime example of how sometimes the simple stuff is harder. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. And he he deserves every success that he's got. Hundred percent. He. I, f- I feel like he's one of the pioneers and I feel I think um, Aisha Therese mentioned it like she he, he was someone that influenced her as well at the same time and I feel yeah. like he must have influenced a lot of especially black people because like I said before there weren't a lot of younger people into poetry younger black people into poetry or writing and making making it big and he really really took it to the mainstream and he did his thing with it as well. And I feel like it has allowed a lot of people to really go into either their thoughts on their emotions or just express stuff in a much more clever way. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, that's that's huge, man. You were going to hear this here first, right? We're on episode five of Word mm. Spoken. Come on. Endgame. Come on. George the Poet. Yeah. Right. Come on. He's coming down. Come on. <laughs> Can I sit here as well? I just, I just be our fanboy, man. You put, Imagine. Cool, like, talk to us, George. Talk to us. Spread your wisdom. I'm here for it, brother. I'm here, man. Right. Cool. Okay. So I want to get on to your final piece. Yes. Time is flying by. It's called Words to My Mother. Yes. So I guess we can obviously get the brief, like, <laughs> roughly what it's about. Is there a bit of a preamble what's, what's you want to do? What's it about, man? What's it about? <laughs> what's it about? Um, but yeah. Is there a preamble you want to do or do you want to jump straight into it? We could do either. Let's go straight into it. Then I'll, Let's go straight then I'll into talk it. about it after. Okay, cool. So this is the final piece we're going to hear from Benny and it's called Words to My Mother. 
time I ain't even made it yet But I don't want your curtain called into the stages set Until I get you a Lexus and I can pay your rent So I can repay you for every penny you've spent Mama ain't even made it yet But believe me, I am gonna pay your debt The Garnet heat's the only thing that will make you sweat And just know that everything I've said I meant Yeah You see mum This is a little something for you mum I thank you for looking after and loving me Your life's not been all sun and palm trees But you're the air that keeps me cool You're my sea breeze So let me go back to the start Back to the ward where I was causing problems with your heart And doctors never knew if we were both gonna make it But you kept faith and that faith weren't for shaking I was born but before you had lost to A miscarriage is a lot and you had two I'm trying to picture myself in your situation I'm thinking like How on earth did you get through? But it's a blessing because now you have got two But I know you still think about your loss too You've been through too much labour But we're going to make you nice mum We've got to Plus I'm baby lost So you know I was pampered from nappies (laughs) But I never stopped the beats Because you knew I was bratty My temper tantrums left you in a mad state You always pinned those issues on some family traits But you straightened the kid up Raise up a man Now all that I can say is All the situations you've been in And you stay strong and you miss them But I've got you Yeah, for all you've done For all you've done For all you've done for me now Yeah And I keep saying the same things About how I wish I could change things As I've got to Yeah For all you've done For all you've done For all you've done for me now Yeah For all you've done for me now Yeah Let's go back to 2010 That year was a mad one What happened with your brothers was crazy It's like you lost two of your loved ones But you rose from the youngest and took on a role as a family Boulder, the rock of the bunch If any of us were in need We would just lean on your shoulder And that's why you walk around sometimes Like the whole world sitting on your back Just trying to carry different burdens And you don't want to give yourself a minute to relax Because you're always thinking about the people, business plans or how to pay tax Heart of gold just trying to make gold and believe when I say that's not fiction, it's fact And it's mad cause Proverbs 31 was a prophecy based on you Solomon didn't even know he was writing about a woman called Mary Bruce And life has kind of hit you hard Some punches got blocked but a few went through But you're the greatest A fighter, a soldier because you're the one Bruce that don't Bruce you stood firm through the hits with a K.O. smile You're a champ for your kid You deserve to lift that title You're not a champ just by title You're a champ for survival And mum, sometimes I've seen you sweat But I'm sure the good times will roll on Because you're a flower And every teardrop's made you blossom So now mum, Let me see that smile Let me hear that laugh Because if being a mum was a profession 
you perfected your craft and there's times I ain't done right but you've never left me and mum I'm far from the royal baby but salute to you you're the queen that raised me and so with all of this all the situations you've been in and you stay strong and you miss them but I've got you yeah for all you've done for all you've done for all you've done for me now yeah and I keep saying the same things about how I wish I could change things cause I've got to yeah for all you've done for all you've done for all you've done for me now yeah for all you've done for all you've done for me now yeah for all you've done for all you've done for me now yeah for all you've done for all you've done for me now yeah Oh wow, God! You were pulling out my heartstrings with that oh, one. I can't even look you in the eye, man. That was <laughs> soft. <everyone. laughs> that was um, God, honestly, and I loved that with the backing track. Like that's really cool that you brought that to Word Spoken. So thank you very much. That is a first on this podcast, and yeah. uh, I have a feeling you're going to set off a chain of people now. Uh, They're going to be bringing their audio. I've got to mix it all in. You really give me a lot of work here, bro, man. Hopefully, better singers though. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a singer, people. But you get me. Hey, me. none of that backtracking, all right? <laughs> Um, so look, tell it, tell me about your, I know you've told us a lot. <laughs> tell me about your mum. Mum. She sounds a wonderful woman. She, yeah, mum's a G man. Yeah. Mum is a G, Auntie Mary, live in the flesh. But yeah, man, she's, she's someone that's very important to me. Um, someone that even with, even with spoken word and everything like that as well. Uh, she doesn't get everything I say. She doesn't get all the punchlines <laughs> or anything like that, but she gets that I have a passion for it as well. So if I come home and then I need to go out because I'm going to another like open mic or event, she just got her my she's she gives her full support. She'll even like pray for me and stuff like that. Do you get what I'm coming from, man? I guess having that type of belief and she 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 wants me to do well. She, yes. have you, you must have performed that to her. Bro, yeah, I, I so I put this out on um must have, her tears must have been like rolling <laughs> down her face. Again, she didn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> Bro, like I was sitting with my sister and my brother. I was just like like they I think they had to try and not even translate. She speaks English, but they had basically had to translate everything I said. But after that, she was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, do you get what I'm I love that. You, nah, you've written her this incredible bro, piece. You've got bro, that bro. beautiful music listen, behind it. And she's like, yeah. Mate, so that, listen, what? the effort I put into that, I even shout out Theo on the keys, man. My, 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 my bro, Theo, was able to do the keys. And yeah. obviously that was inspired by um, Drake, look what you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, there was a different version which went out. So there's Krebs and Conan. Um, Conan put out a version about seven years ago um, with keys. Again, it was to his mum. But I was like, yo, like the way they've slowed it down and the way he was just able to get across his story of his emotions. I was like, you know what? I need to write something for my marge like that as well, man. I thought, yeah, it'd be serious. <laughs> Do you know what? I've like thought, like ever since you sent me that, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to write about mine, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm, shout out to my mum. Shout out, shout, shout out. out. But I don't know how I'm going to do it like that. No, bro. You just, it's just literally, it's just from, honestly, like I feel like this, 
was probably harder to put out than Broken Mirrors. I bet. I bet. Yeah, no, I bet. This because harder. it's so... Obviously, there's poems which, which are personal, right? But yeah, when it's yeah. personal about your mum, like, that's from. a different level. Get, like, <laughs> I, I even... I feel like I had a conversation with her and I said, do you know what? Like, are you, are you happy for this to, right, to go out? Yeah. Because there's personal things in there, like things like the miscarriage, things about situations with her brothers as well at the same time. And she was, again, she was just like, like, do it. Just do it. And oh, that was amazing. It's mad because as soon as I put that out, again, uh, someone messaged me, sent me like a long message just saying that there's so many different things going on with her particular mum. And... um she just could resonate and again like that's what poetry does poetry allows you to either go into to to your inner self and just express it mm. and just yeah it's, it's it's therapeutic so for me i was just happy to do that and show my mom that do you know what? yeah i i appreciate everything you've done and i might not be the best person at times but <laughs> we're trying out here man <laughs> we're trying we're trying no honestly look i think that's uh a an amazing piece an amazing thing to like Delivered to your mum, and I find that so funny that she was like, "Yeah, it's good, yeah. bro." Bro, I was fully about to just lock off this whole spoken word stuff from then. I was like, "Nah, you're not serious, what?" No, but that nah, is, yeah. Awesome, I mean, man. what an incredible piece, man. Um, okay, so this is literally going to be my final kind of question to you. Yeah. But um, what is coming up for you? What is next on the scene? What do you want to do with your work? What is on the horizon for you? Yeah, man. Um, I feel like, like I said, I I feel like I pro- probably started taking this properly seriously from March. Um, so six, seven months in, I, I feel like I'm very grateful for the progression that has kind of been made already. And I just want to go to more open mics. There's so many other different ones going on. Poetic Unity, Big Up Them. Um, like, yeah, there's just so much going on. So I want to go through the circuit, like you said, go to North London, venture out of Croydon, <laughs> go into other places, North London, East London, do my thing there. And next year, especially, I want to do like a lot more of these, like these musical pieces. Yeah. So as in experimenting with different genres, different sounds, and just, just doing something just doing something new and just creative and collaborating with a lot more different spoken word artists. There's so many different people like big up Sean, big up Conscious Rams, big up, big up A's, big up Soft Spoken. Like there's so many different people out there just doing amazing things. Big up Moke, um, DTP. There's so many, like bro, I could, I could do a Stormzy at Glastonbury and list every (laughs) single person in the scene. There's so much. So forgive if I'm not mentioned, but it's all love every time. There's just so many different people, so many talented people. Yeah. And I just want to work and I just want to build the scene, bro. So like, big up yourself for doing this because (laughs) I said, I said, like I said, I've not heard a spoken word podcast like this where, where, yeah, you can just, literally go behind the poets and like listen to their poems and understand the meaning behind as well at the same time so big up yourself man we're, we're, we're gonna elevate <laughs> thank you man well look on that note we're gonna wrap things up no problem, let's brother. remind everyone where they can follow you on instagram yes instagram is at mr bruce underscore that's at m-i-s-t-a-b-r-u-c-e underscore and yeah, man, we're just trying to we're just trying to push it out of there, Henry. We man. are. We're that's it. To... Just plug in all day. Bro. Well, look, thank you so much for coming thank down and sharing me, your work, man. Thank you. Bro. Uh, it was. I mean, that was a seriously good a- episode, man. I cannot wait to get this out. Bro, thank you. For um, me, so man. thank you for doing that. Make sure you guys listening do give him a follow. Head down to all these nights as well. You're definitely going to bump into him at one of them. I'm Go and have a conversation I'm with him afterwards. Active, like. Man. 
Honestly, you will not look back. This guy's really great. So follow his progress. I personally cannot wait to see where what comes out of some some of these collabs you're doing in the future. So yeah, I wish you all of the best with thank that. Thank you, Bubba. Uh, and yeah, thank you very much for coming down. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Cheers. <laughs>